The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at his rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophets, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least of the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and asserted from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After the audience with the king, they set out, and behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them till it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then, They opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Just before dark, my fly fishing friend gave me a call and says, let's go fishing tonight. So when I met up with him, I asked him, where do you want to go? He says, let's go to the Yacht Club. He's an associate member of the Yacht Club. An associate member of a Yacht Club means that you don't have a boat. Now, why would somebody want to be a member of a Yacht Club and don't have a boat? So that you can have access to the private docks. So why would you want to have access to the private docks? It's because at night, they turn the lights on. You all have experienced that when you turn the light on on your porch at night, all the bugs from the fields come and gather around that isolated light to get the mosquitoes and the moths and everything gather in that one spot. Well, the same thing happens when you turn a light on over the water. All the bait fish are attracted to the light because it's an isolated light. You have the, the, the spurling and you have shrimp and you have other bunkers. And then when you have all of that bait fish all piled up in a ball underneath the light, then all the big fish, like the stripers, come. Well, anyway, we were catching lots of fish and we were really happy. Meanwhile, while we were catching all of this fish, a fishing boat pulls up to the dock and the guy jumps out onto the dock and he says, I've been out there all day and I didn't catch a thing. So I said to the guy, I says, well, that's because all the fish in this ocean are right here underneath the dock. Who needs a boat? And the point is, is that isolated light, isolated light 
draws all together in one place. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because when Christ, when they say Christ is the light of the world, it doesn't mean that the whole world is just going to be suddenly full of light. No, it's still going to be darkness. But now this isolated light, so we can find and follow and gather in the true light. Let me ask you this question. How many magi are there in the story? Of course, we've all at one time sang, we three kings. We've all at one time or another got a Christmas card with three magi sitting on camels walking across the desert with a little star in front of them. But how many exactly are there magi? Well, if you say three, then maybe you better read your Bible again because it doesn't tell you. It tells you there are three gifts. Well, let me put it this way. If you are walking halfway across the planet over the desert from the east and you have gold, frankincense, and myrrh, you better not just have three people. You better have a small army or you're not going to make it. So picture this. So they announced to Herod, Herod, magi from the east have arrived. So Herod looks out the window and what does he see? Probably 50 people, maybe 100 people, maybe 150 people. And that's why Herod was so afraid. That's why all Jerusalem was afraid. Because they were saying to themselves, who is this kid that so many people from so far away have gathered into his light? We have a daily mass here at 1210. Back around 2001, we'd get about 12 people to the mass every every weekday. But on 9-11, when the two towers came down, 1210 mass that day, it was 168 people came to the Mass. Why? Because that was a dark day. That was when the world went dark. But people sought the isolated light. The greatest archaeological discovery, the greatest archaeological discovery, period, I mean period, was the discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Aristocrat Jews, just after Jesus died, who belonged to a group called the Covenanters, gathered all of their scrolls, their library, and went to a pottery shop, and they bought jars of pottery. They put all of their scrolls inside these pottery jars, and they hid the jars in the Judean desert in the caves. The plan was is that they were going to leave them there until the, until the, uh, the Jewish war with the Romans was over. After the war with the Romans, they were then going to go back and retrieve the books for themselves again. But apparently none of them survived the war, so the books remained in the jars. And around the 1940s, a couple of goofy kids were playing outside one of the caves. They crawled inside of the cave and they saw the jar. They looked inside the jar and they saw a scroll. They took the scroll, they brought it to an antique dealer and sold it to him so they could have money to buy candy. Kids. So the antique dealer says to them, hey, fellas, this is a pretty old scroll. Where'd you get this? And that's how we discovered the Dead Sea Scrolls. But the two goofy kids, they're not the first ones to discover the scrolls. There were other people that went into the, to the caves earlier. And some of them found those, those, uh, the pottery jars. And what they did was they dumped out the scrolls on the ground and they took home the pottery jars. Well, that's crazy. That, that, that's like taking your, the winning Megabucks ticket, throwing it out, and keeping the empty envelope. It was the boys. It was the kids. 
that discovered the real treasure. Now, my point is, is this, that there's lots of light out there. There's lots of isolated lights all over. But we want to make sure we get it right. We don't want to be holding an empty envelope or having it just an empty jar. We want to have the treasure, the true treasure, the true light of the world came into the world for us to draw us from all, to gather into that one light where we can be one with our God.